Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, and welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys with me, David Bedeal. Hello. And Tim Hicks. <laughs> Hello, David. Uh, so, there'll be a lot of people out there mm. now thinking, what are you talking about? Surely this mm. is Bedeal's bollocks mm. or whatever else we thought of as titles. Mm. Uh, 40 minutes, no, 20, t- David and Tim talking for 20 minutes, was well, that thankfully one? not that, because you haven't even been able to say that in 15 seconds, but, but yes. Some rebranded. David Bedell yeah. and Tim Hinks talk for 40 minutes, I think, was Yeah, I got quite excited about that for a... The minimalist yeah. idea, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we've decided uh, not to bother mm. with the rebrand. I don't know how else to put it. We have been influenced, to be fair, by the small and vociferous Twitter reaction Particularly to, I think, it being called Bedil's Bollocks. Um, that went down badly, did it? That's gone down quite badly, right. yeah, yeah. Um, Spanther22 said when we right. announced it, not a fan of the suggested new title. It's one notch above Bedil's Bants. I really don't want Bedil's Bollocks in my ears, nor do mm. I on my Sonos in my kitchen. I've got a Sonos. Mm. Certainly don't want them blasting in my car, other than that great podcast. Oh, blimey, Neil Hughes says, please not Bedil's Bollocks. Wow. Too pure, too laddish, too crass. Mm. A real turn-off. Mm. Uh, a few people are Good news saying, for him then, because I'm not the doing that. Baddiel's bollock show returns mm. in a wrinkly old, wrinkly old retainer, says George Denham. Uh, mm. So, yeah, generally it got a bad... Didn't, no one spoke up for it. ...things. Uh, no one said, great, really looking forward to it. Sounds like a refreshing twist. No, no one at no. all said no. that. <laughs> uh, someone called Julie Lawless... Oh, I know who Julie Lawless is. She was someone who worked on my tour in Australia and was a very okay. big fan. Right. Says she doesn't care, she just wants to hear it again. She's missing... Right. It out, uh, missing David and Tim mm. Hinks. It says mm. here occasionally mentioning Bowie. Um, so there's that, so right? There yeah, that bad reaction so went, went badly to yeah. it. There was one person I can't mm. find him now uh, who just said, Why are you rebranding it? This is what happens to all podcasts, they start off as one oh, okay, thing, that's interesting. And by you know, two or three mm. series in, they're just mm. talking about whatever. I mean, I thought mm. Atletico Mints, which is Bob yes. excellent podcast yeah. about football, I think they do very rarely talk yeah. about football, yeah, now. yeah. Um, well, that's what we found, isn't it? And actually, I, I think we talked ourselves into thinking there's something quite comforting about having Bowie at the centre of it, even yes. though, and you don't always need him. Who would that be like? I can't think of an analogy, but you don't always need to go to him. No. But you know he's there, head like a, a, a you benign just said, headmaster. Who would that be like? Didn't you just say that? Yeah, because that reminds me of what people say on social media. Sometimes they say, "I be like," and then they do a gif right. of like some bear coming. Or like out of the going woods. into Monday, like yes, all those going things. into Monday, be like, yeah, yeah. and it's it's a, yeah. Now, I said who he be like, <laughs> which is very different. It's <laughs> a very different thing. Very, very different. Okay. Um, yes. He's, he's there mm. when you need him. David. He isn't, yeah. actually. So he's like the emergency services oh, I see, yes. or something. Yes. He's there when you need him, and most of the time you don't use them. Yeah. Unlike um, the emergency services, he's dead. 
he is dead. Yeah. But but well, the way the Tories are cutting the police, they right. may as well be. Let's go. Let's do an all-out political theme <laughs> yeah. podcast. I think that's what people are crying out for. Yeah. Brexit explained. Yeah. So I think that... Uh, but he's there. It's nice to have him there, isn't it, if we need yeah, him? Also, I think purely pragmatically, I think, mm. I'll be honest with you, I think it's a slight sizing down, is that the word, mm. uh, of our expectations. Because I think right. for a moment, me and you got carried away. Right. Let's be honest. Yeah. We thought to ourselves, well, look at these podcasts. Mm. You know, look at my dad wrote a porno. Yeah. Look at um, Adam Buxton's podcast. Yeah. You know, we, we surely want we a piece of that. There. And we're ruining yeah. our chances, we yeah. thought, by insisting that or mm. making people think that mm. branding it with David Bowie. Mm. But then again... Mm. Is just possible. I mean, mm. I hate to start the new season with this, mm. that we would have called it Badil's Bollocks or David mm. and Tim Hicks talk for mm. 40 minutes and we'd never... Made no difference We'd still make no difference yeah. whatsoever and all we'd have done is yeah. slightly alienate our small niche... It would have been like going from the King Bees to the Hype. Exactly. In Bowie terms. You see, we wouldn't David have had Jones that joke on Badil's <laughs> Bollocks. It would have been considered too bowie But it would have made no difference. Yeah. Also, I don't know what's on this website. I looked it up just before we came on, but I looked up... Um, disastrous rebranding. Oh, good. Um, yeah, uh, what did it say? What's the worst um, rebrand well, ever? I've is, actually... Is there something worse than stalking over the mood boys I've... becoming Badil's box? <laughs> well, then maybe that's at number one. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what was one of the best rebrands ever was Judaism becoming Christianity. Wow. I mean, right. that that really worked. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. it is basically the same religion, right? but with a, a sort of different guy. So who are the guys behind that? Because we should, we should yeah, talk to them. Yeah, we should speak them. to them, yeah. Um, you know, because... I mean, some would say it's different, but no, it's not. It's basically it's the same religion, same God, just with a slightly different guy at the helm. Yeah. I think what we're what we're saying is that rebrandings, with the exception yeah. of Judaism to Christianity, don't really work. Yeah. And so, as a result, yeah. we've decided to stick with talking time for the Moon Boys. And there is another reason, which is, um, yeah, in the intervening period, we have got a bit of Bowie material, yes, <laughs> backed up. And it, I, I don't know whether yeah. on Badil's bollocks, it would have been. Felt weird. Yeah, it would have felt odd, yeah. I mean, I know we said we'll always have him there to talk about, but I think we'd have felt self-conscious mentioning him on Badil's bollocks. I was sort of interested, I can't remember how I got to this thought, but about Bowie sort of knew everyone, but did he? And well, <laughs> funnily <laughs> enough, I mean, tell me what you're going to say, okay. but I well, can I tell you something say, about, about that. OK, well, there were big figures in his life, so, you know, we know that he knew Mick Jagger well and all that. But I was thinking, there's two names, I'm slightly intrigued, partly because I watched Rocket Man, you can tell where I'm going. Is uh, well, Diddy... no, that's what I was going to okay. talk about. Oh, no, I had... Diddy... This, okay. is, this is something really? I had. Was he yeah. friendly with Elton John? Well, it was in right. the news yes. just a couple of days ago yeah. that Elton, who, as we know, right. has got a, a biography out now, right. that he says that him and David were not actually that's very right. close friends. In fact, yeah. there's an interesting bit that I yeah. wanted to bring up right. uh, where he says, I don't think... Elton says of himself, I don't think I was David's cup of tea. And that's I wanted exactly to say, yeah. Elton, if you'd listened to our podcast, you would know mm. David didn't like any tea. That's true. He didn't like any tea. He didn't like <laughs> no. tea. Apart from one no. cup that we found yeah. him having uh, in about 1973. Yeah. Well, in fact, you and were cup- his cup of tea because <laughs> yeah, he hates it. Because he hated tea. <laughs> so that's what you really yeah, And also the cup of tea that regular listeners will know that he had, that you saw him yeah. have with your yeah, mum yeah, yeah. in Edinburgh uh, in, in 1973. In, uh, I think 1973 yeah. in the um, uh, the Hilton yes, Hotel, yeah, that wasn't it? You're right. Yes, is this what you were going to bring up? Well, yeah. Because I was going to bring up. How funny. Yeah. Well, I... I've got this interview that he... There's a couple of things stood out. Elton that, did. Yeah, Elton did this interview. Well, yeah. and maybe it's quoting from his book, but either way, it's him talking. He talks about how he had a good death. It's quite interesting. So Elton says, 
I knew it had a heart attack on stage in the Berlin year, in Berlin years ago, but not about the cancer. Everyone else, then he says, I'm not sure how helpful this is. Everyone else, take note of this, says Elton. Mm. Bowie couldn't have staged a better death. It was classy. Mm. Now, mm. what are we taking note of? Does he of? say it's, that in his book? He says it, I think this is an interview. Right. Um, okay. But I would say it's a hell of a thing to live up to, but the way Bowie did it. Release an album, a self-referential also, album, quietly. Also, it's kind of a weird thing to say, isn't it? Everybody take yeah. note of this. this because for most die. people, a good death, mm. should they want to think about it at mm. all, means not dying mm. on your own floor, right. pressing a panic right. button while hoping a nurse hears you or maybe right. your son who lives in the room right. upstairs. Right. That's what a good death is for most people. For most people, one doesn't have access to right. studios in wherever he recorded yes. Blackstar. Yes. Uh, a, a no, that's what I think. I'm not sure what we're supposed to do with that. avant-garde jazz band in which we right. managed to record that last yeah. album and a huge back catalogue right. of, of classics. Really uh, hard, know, yeah. With which you can consider that your crowning mysterious achievement. Right. I mean, I think that's quite hard no. for so everyone think, to take note right. of I think, well, I'm, my death must be like Completely. that. I think there's no one that can take note of it. Not even Absolutely Elton. No well, maybe Elton could pull it off. No. but um, Elton can't pull it off because Elton isn't very mysterious. No. That's one of the things about Elton, and indeed in mm. his book, as far as I can yeah. make out. I haven't read it, but it sounds really good. But one of the things bit... he talks about, in fact, is how much he liked when he was first getting into being very gay and very promiscuous. Uh, what he liked is watching people bend over at his, his pool right. table right. and have sex. Right. Um, and I don't think that's the sort of thing necessarily no. that David would, would have... Would have just provided the information. No, I, I, I see what you mean. Um, the other thing that put me off a little bit. I don't mean <laughs> Elton. I mean pool, pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that Elton says, which is just this, raises almost a philosophical problem, I think, um, or conceptual issue when you think about it. He says this is what happened when David Bowie died. Right. David Furnish called him. It was right. three a.m. in the morning. Yeah. Okay. And as he says, when you get a call at three a.m. in the morning, you're very panicky. Yeah. So a couple of things. Keep can, in mind just, you, can I just ask one question? Yeah. Separate beds? Well, I don't think he's phoned... Elton and his husband? No, I don't think he's phoned him from the other bed. (laughs) (laughs) Why why are they just in the bed together? Was he on tour or something? I I was in Los Angeles Ah, asleep. Okay, fine. It was 3am and the phone rang. It was David. I don't think that's him from another room. (laughs) No, no, no. Maybe it is. I immediately panicked as when you get a phone call at 3 o'clock in the morning you think something's wrong. I agree with that. Thought the kids thought something had happened to the kids. David said, I thought I'd better let you know David Bowie has died. Yeah. Now... And then he says he was shocked. There's something a bit more profound in a minute. But just pausing on that, mm. you you don't really know him very well. Wouldn't that wait till the morning? Wouldn't you wait to tell... They're not close friends. Why is he calling him at three in the morning? This well, is... that's a very interesting philosophical, philosophical point. That's because... not even the philosophical bit. I've not even got to oh, that. Oh, that's a philosophical point. Just as a side uh, note. But the question is this, is did David mm. Furnish mm. call Elton, his husband... Yeah. Because he thought, mistakenly, which would suggest he doesn't know his husband that well, that they were close friends, or was it more a kind of, well, I know you're not close friends, but you're going to be asked about this. You know, you're sort of in the same bracket generationally. It's definitely going to be something that you're going to have to, you know, think about saying something about. I think all that could be true, but why not wait till the morning? Yeah. It just seems very early. But anyway, that's, that's, don't you use up brain cells trying, (laughs) because this is the bigger one. Upon hearing the news, this is what Elton John will have you believe, this is not a direct quote. John, it's weird Elton John, isn't it, when you say John? It is a bit anyway, weird, yeah. Reg him. would be easier. Upon hearing the news, Elton John... <laughs> this is just... I don't know what to think of this. This is so extraordinary. <laughs> Upon hearing the news, John played an extended piano version of the hit Space Oddity in tribute to Bowie. What, at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> On his own. By himself. <laughs> On his own. The piano in his room, presumably. Also, did he? Well, what, you think it's a lie? Well, I I'm not saying it's a lie. That would be, yeah. obviously... Libelous. He would, yeah. yeah. But... 
he played. Does he mean? Does he he, just, and also, did he play it? I.e., he got up. Yeah, and no, no. As, he, as I presume he can, because he's no he's extended a genius, piano Played version. it. Oh, he said, he, said yeah. he didn't but put on. Does he a mean twelve-inch version of it? No. You know. But does he mean he was just thinking about David Bowie, so he went to the piano and played? He played an extended, extended. piano version. <laughs> wow. Of the well, in tribute. I, you know, I'll tell you what I think that means. And by the way, apologies for the fact that I said twelve-inch. Uh, because right. I don't mean in a, in right. a euphemistic way. Mm. I mean, he would obviously, have, if he was going to play it, he would just have found it on Spotify or no, something. No, no, but what I think that really means, particularly because mm. it's three o'clock in the morning yeah. and it's Elton, mm. uh, is he probably did. I can imagine he got up and there's a piano in his room. It's Elton John. He's yeah, got a piano of course. In his room. Piano. Every room, uh, probably? Uh, no, but he's in a hotel. No, I, th- I think he's at home in LA. Oh, I- Oh, he's at home in I'm LA. Just, well, no, he lives in Watford, doesn't he? Or something <laughs> like that. It's not 1971. <laughs> he lives, I think he's he got does. a house in LA and a house in Pinner. Okay, all right. So he's got a, a piano in his room. I imagine he's got a piano in a hotel room. Well, either way, right? he gets up, he goes over, he starts playing Space Odyssey. Mm. But then I think he's a bit tired. Right. Right? He's, he's Elton John. He just starts noodling. Kind of on the right. piano, right? right? And until he's like ready to go right. back to sleep again, because obviously he's a bit discombobulated yes. by the phone call of the news. So yeah. he thinks I'll just carry on playing. And right. I sometimes do that. I yeah. sometimes, when I go to the piano, well, I just sort of play kind of vague supper jazz. So right. what I'm saying is, I reckon by five minutes in, that is no longer right. a space oddity. Right. That's just Elton John but also, at the piano. I get, but he, but yeah. when telling the story, it right. becomes an extended but space oddity. Can you have a tribute that nobody listens to? Yes. Good. Move on. Why not? I mean, yes. He played, I mean, that's a like, tri- that's a tree he played in the forest an extended question. piano version tribute to Bowie on his own. <laughs> is that a tree in the forest question? Yeah, it's like, can you? Was it a tribute, or was he just thinking about Bowie and playing along? And afterwards, he said, "Look, I mean, my what I did for David was I, pe- I played an extended <laughs> piano tribute to him." Yeah, <laughs> in your it's a good question. You could say it wasn't a tribute until now that you've told people about it. That's what and I mean. Now yeah. you've told people about it. Yeah, it's a tribute. Yeah, yeah. I think before then, then it was just you self indulgently. And this yeah. is not the mail, this is the independent, but nonetheless, oh, wow. <laughs> but nonetheless, they finish on this paragraph. Mm. This literally comes out of nowhere. He says, he paid the Space Odyssey in tribute to Bowie. The final paragraph, all on its own, is prior to their fallout, John and Bowie spent a great deal of time together at music venues and gay clubs. Did they actually fall out? Elton doesn't really well, say that. Um, there's a thing where Bowie in 1970, in, a, in an interview with, I think it's like um, Rolling Stone, says that he's rock and roll's token queen. Yes. This is a thing that Elton... Elton well, the way that Elton cites, expresses it... Right. Uh, in, I saw that. It doesn't like, seem that serious, though, does it, for those well, days? Well, it's sort of gay bitchiness, isn't it? A bit. It's, it's kind of it like, seem... like he called me... Right. Uh, David called me rock and roll's token queen. Right. And I kind of think... I think about David is he wasn't that camp. He's not like Elton. No. He was never that camp. So I can't imagine him saying things no. like that. Uh, my Bowie thing that I thought, oh, I'd, mm. I can't think of anywhere better than talking about the movie boys to bring that up. Mm. And it's quite Christmassy, this, and we're right. moving towards Christmas, yeah. uh, is that apparently Bowie was originally meant to sing the first line of Do They Know It's Christmas? Okay. Which, as you'll know, is sung by Paul Young. Yep. And I've always it's wondered... It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Mm. We led in love... And we banish uh, hate, isn't it? Shade? Or is it hate? Is it hate? I always had shade, shade. in my head, but oh, maybe... No, you see, that's part of what I'm, what I'm right, going to right, go on to say. Right. Because I have always wondered... I know he was quite a big star, but I've always Paul thought... Young. Yes. Yeah. I've always thought, do they know it's Christmas, the first one? Yeah. is a bit Paul Young heavy. Like right. It starts with Paul Young, and then he comes back yeah, yeah. at the end. It says, here's to them. Yes, that's also that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. enough Paul Young already. Yeah. You've got yeah. Bono in the room. You know, yeah, you've got yeah. Paul Weller in the room. You've got all yeah. sorts and all sorts of people in the room. Yeah, right. And I then read that this is because David didn't turn up 
to So the... he was supposed to, you he mean? Was supposed to, yeah, he okay. didn't turn up. He That's didn't turn up to the original thing. Right, that rings a bell. So like the me. reason that I bring mm. this up is I then followed the links, mm. and what you discover, possibly bearing this out, is that in the actual Wembley concert, mm. which you probably watched at the time, my brother was actually there. I was, I can tell you exactly what I was I was working in The Little Chef mm. in Billingshurst, so I had it on the radio, um, but I was working until about eight. Right. And then I went to, I think, Paul... Uh, Wellers? Not Paul Wellers, the other Paul, Paul Van Summeren, um, his <laughs> house. A of yours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we watched some of it. Um, well, the interesting thing is that on the final song, which is mm. Do They Know It's mm. Christmas, that Bowie starts it. He's standing next to Bob oh, Geldof, okay. and the bit that Paul Young's meant to sing... Is Bowie. It's sung by David Bowie. Yeah. I think he gets the words slightly wrong. And then if you look very closely, and you will have to come around and see this... Right. He sort of goes into the back where there's his Paul yeah. McCartney and all the yeah. other ones are sort of standing there and Bob Geldof comes yeah. it on. And he has a bit of a joshing moment with Paul Young. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's so, good. so it's almost like, really? oh, that was my bit, David. He's like, yeah, but I'm here now. Wow. That's how I read the whole thing. Wow. So I think I've done a bit of de- detective That's amazing if that no true. one's ever done. No. And that if we had rebranded mm. this podcast... Yeah. I definitely would have felt weird mm. putting that into this podcast. Yeah, no, I it has to be agree. talking time for the moon. But boys. are you saying you've got the footage? You know, yeah, you? I have. But you have to come around. Here oh and yeah, watch I will. It. Yeah. Okay. At Christmas time, it's no time to be afraid. It's Christmas time. Let it lie, vanishing. In our world of plenty, we can spread a smile of joy. Oh no. No, no, I've mistaken George Michael for Paul Young. <laughs> Close up, okay. it's quite clearly George Michael, so that's wrong. But the first bit of it, the first bit of it is correct. He does sing the first line. He does sing the first so, line. Yeah. So in terms of the lyrics, right? I mean, I obviously, it's Bowie... a different version because, you know, Bob. Who you'll know is a TV yeah. executive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know too. Seeing. Bob takes the second lines, which he doesn't in the song. Which is not in the song. But um, so there we go. Yeah. So David, wow. maybe it's true. David was meant to sing the first lines. Yeah, of, interesting. Because he's not on it, is he? No, he's not on it. And as you say, Paul Young is quite heavily represented because he was yeah. really big at the time. Also, at the time, some would say I looked a bit like Paul Young. Because I had quite, I had hair. You see, we've never seen you with hair. No, I know, but I did. Uh, I, I, I actually googled you after we talked about your oh, hair yeah. last time, right? Yeah. And I saw one picture with a tiny bit more hair. Right. You were doing. Yeah, no, it's obviously a, you have to go a long way back. on a panel at some TV conference, right. and yeah. you had like, I, I, I'd say like you know where you've got hair now, right? If you imagine the same that hair swept yeah. forward an inch, <laughs> you had that, but you didn't. No, look like, I mean, you didn't you look to... like Paul Young. In no, the 80s, but I, I'm talking or about even like Paul Young now. No, but I think in the eight, in, when I was about seventeen, yeah, um, just one girlfriend said I looked a bit like Paul. I mean, that's all I'm. That's my only source. Okay, uh, I'd quite like you to get a wig. And, okay, and see that's if a you very specific look like request. Paul Young. I'll, I'll tell you, what I can do better than that. I can find a picture of me. Okay, that that might yeah, no, that, I, that, that might make okay. you think. Bloody and then hell. That, can we can we can you do the start of? Life You'll say, Aid? don't bring a picture of Paul Young in. I want a picture of you looking like him. Say so that is me looking like him. <laughs> no, I, no, I mean I'm quite interested in Paul Young, not because I was a massive fan, but I am interested in the fact that okay. that he was a big enough, considered a yeah, big enough he, star in the eighties to start also, Live yeah, Aid. He did a song with the Q-Tips, right? Yes, wasn't he in the Q-Tips? Right, called. Am I right about it? It's called a lip toast. Was he in the Q-Tips? A little bit of toast. Yeah, a little bit of toast. Remember that was that him? That yes, was him. I think that was yeah, his that, first top of the box. Okay, so right. 
for younger listeners, of whom we have three, mm. uh, Toast was a novelty song mm. in the 19... Early 1980s? 80, Let's yeah, hear yeah, it. Yeah, early, early. Let's hear it. Street band, Toast. Street... Oh, not the Q-tips. Street band, they're called. Hang on. Here we go. It is Paul Young. It is Paul Young. It's brilliantly Paul Young, but with different hair to okay. what you're talking about. But I never knew that, actually. So the band is called Street Band. Oh, wow. This is Top okay. of the Pops, 1978. Here's the song. Uh, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a novelty song actually about toast. Yeah. And there's a yellow and white bread bin with its mouth open, just staring at me like I saw bread in there. Yeah. I thought I'll have toast. toast. That's it. It's quite catchy, isn't it? A little piece of toast. toast. Yeah, it carries on. And, and actually, in yeah. the video, it cuts to toast. It's very injurious. And actually, what's it's... slightly weird about it, mm. I mean, there's a number of things that yeah. are weird about it, Number one, which I think we could talk about, is the fact that the novelty song is doesn't exist yes. anymore. I mean, the pop song. By the way, at that, at that moment, Bowie is recording "Blackout," "Beauty and the Beast," and "Heroes" and the rest of it in yeah. Berlin. So well, I would say it's quite clear mm, that mm, Paul Young and Bowie mm, were not on the same track no. here, which could be why, no. in the end, he was replaced. They, for, in they, that last we've moment. now had time to weigh up the back catalogues, and we're giving Bowie the first line. But yeah. the other thing that's odd about it is that. If Paul Young had anything, and I don't mm. wish to upset any mm. Paul Young fans or indeed Paul Young, I think who might be listening. Quite Ill, actually, recently, okay, so, so yeah, you know, he's, I mean, well, well, I was, well, I'm going to say a nice yeah, thing about yeah, him anyway, yeah. which is, you know, he he wasn't a, perhaps a great force for you know creating no. amazing songs, but he had a brilliant mm. voice. Yeah, he did. You know, and a brilliant white soul voice. Yeah. It's not there on toast, though, is it? <laughs> No, it's like a fucking. It's actually like, um, like John Only Fools and Horses. Only Fools and Horses, yeah. It's exactly yeah. like, actually. Yeah. Much uh, more like that. Bread bread and I thought, what can um, I have to make you soldier? It's yeah. not even got any rhyme to it. It's just literally someone telling you a story. Yeah. Really quite a dull story yeah. about what they wanted for breakfast. Yeah. And then, really, I would say perhaps the most obvious thing you can have for breakfast occurs to the narrator. No, but I think the. More to the point, it's more. I think it's a celebration of independence and leaving home. And because before the internet, when there's much less to do, I think toast would have been quite an exciting thing. Like yeah. when you're on your own and you've got yeah. your first flat. Yeah. And I'm almost doing a verse from it now. <laughs> I'm on my own. I'm in my flat. What do I fancy? <laughs> toast. A bit of toast. Toast. Because you're not going to cook anything. I'm not. I'm not doing the verse now. <laughs> I'm talking normally. <laughs> you're not going to cook anything normal, are you? I'll have a bit of toast. You are doing it. Okay. I mean, the, I've seen when I think about this. Because I do remember it. I don't remember they were called Street Band. I certainly don't remember no, Paul that's, Young that's until it. this very moment. Q-tips, but I do remember that it, the, the sort of thing about it yeah. was the falsetto. And someone's yes. going, Toast! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Toast! There we go. Yeah. Toast! A little piece of toast. toast. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the novelty song is a. I don't know what happens later on in the song, whether or not they, they move on to Toasties. Right, perhaps. yeah. Cheese what is toasties? toasties is an annoying for a thing, isn't it, now? I don't really have it anymore. That used to be another big thing in the 80s. I mean, no, but I think Toasties is a thing now. I, I mean, it's an 80s. Yes, definitely. Oh, no, no, no. It was a thing in the late 80s, Breville Toasters. People thought they were an extraordinary invention. That right, but my kids would talk about... Put two pieces to- of bread that would sealed. Right. That would seal and right. there'd be cheese inside. Right. That was sort of an amazing thing. So a toasty is a toasted sandwich that's been made yeah, by a machine, right? Well, right. yeah, I mm. think so. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, why? What are you going to it's say? an annoying thing because they—it's still around in restaurants now. They'll say you're a cheese. There's something about saying toasty. I don't believe that you, a high-level television executive, mm. goes to that sort of restaurant. Um, like someone, the sort kids, of restaurant you go to, right? Yeah, they'll be saying, "Would you like the cock of a hand, sir? Or will <laughs> you like? Will, will you? Will you like the sushi? <laughs> what about a toasty? I don't think that happens to you." A restaurant that has cock of van and sushi. I'm not one of it. Yeah, I know. Right? Was, what yeah. I was doing there was a really crap 70s list of posh <laughs> okay, things. Right, right, 70s right. stroke 90s right. list of posh things. And I'll finish on the Arctic roll. No, yeah, what's it called? Yeah. Baked Alaska. <laughs> Arctic yeah. roll is fine. It doesn't have to be baked Alaska. Okay. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, yeah, so that, that so really Paul is... Young, the other person I thought, which maybe we've touched on before about sort of what was... What did Bowie and him have in common is Paul McCartney. Well, because we've certainly I, touched on him before. Yeah, but I also, would say but, he's but, he's almost number two in the pop star, rock star that we've talked about most. Right, in this but what podcast. I mean is, did they have a relationship? Because a, they seem sexual relationship. Yes. No. <laughs> did they hang out together? Because they did, didn't record together. You know, Lennon, we all know about. But it just but, seems well, like how could they not have got together? But isn't well because one thing I, I was thinking about this today mm. uh, in terms of my own self. Mm. Uh, I was thinking about how, when we had Ricky on the show, mm. Ricky talked about being a mate of David's. Right. Um, and uh, he generally was a mate of David's. And then I uh, remember when I did a, a thing at the V&A uh, about David Bowie. I think I yeah. told you this. That, yeah. that some people said, oh, yeah, David watched New Wembley and whatever. That's right. But apart from the one moment that we all know about, I'd never really met David Bowie. And I just thought to myself, in a slightly self-deprecating moment, oh, well, I don't think I was cool enough. Mm. To actually, right. like with Ricky Gervais, yes. uh, uh, in his pomp, yeah. they both yeah. just basically sought him out to be a mate. Yeah. Yeah. He was that cool. So what, what I'm saying is, yes, I, I see think John yeah. Lennon would have been yeah. the Beatles member yes. that he would have sorted out, yes. sought out. Whereas Paul McCartney, I don't yeah. know, but I'm now putting in Paul McCartney Bowie. Well, to I've got, see. I've got one. David Bowie talks about Mick Jagger and Paul McCartney. Yeah. So this, this is what I've learned, and here's the thing, which is that Paul McCartney in 1999. Mm. had an art exhibition of some of his work in Germany. Do you know about this? This, no. this I don't know. I don't know about this. So he had an exhibition in Siegen in Germany. I don't know where that is. Um, and had some paintings on display. And one painting was entitled Bowie Spewing. Oh, wow. And Did your wife I'm going to show you a picture of it. Oh, is it horrible? Bit... No, it's oh. not horrible. It's like a sort of slightly... Mo... It's a slightly... It's it, okay, so it's, for, for listeners, mm. you can go and see this, presumably on the internet. Uh, but yes, definitely on the internet. I would say it's a sort of Ziggy Stardust picture, yeah. but done in a kind of Modigliani, kind of right. you know, weird, yes. sort of Italian, slightly sort of surreal. Yeah. Stor- slightly yeah. smudgy, Style. like a paint's running a bit. There uh, and then is he spewing? Yeah, there's sort of... Sort um, of stuff coming out of his mouth. Yeah, it's not really obvious. It's not literally like a picture of Does it sick, tell you so, anything else about the yeah, painting? Yeah, so it tells you... Um, that McCartney said when he was talking about it, he said it was an experimental painting. He just let the paint lead the way. Mm. Um, and uh, he doesn't say much more than that. But um, what it does say is, let me just get this. Um, 
that they then in this article say there's oft, they've often been connected the two of them this is my point because I think right. I wasn't sure they are but um, it has long been thought it says so this is completely new that at least part of McCartney's lyrics from the song Jet mm. are Bowie references oh really so, which bits right they're saying specifically the line I thought the major a reference to Major Tom Mm? was a lady suffragette, re- referencing Bowie's song Suffragette City. I mean, I'm not sure I buy that, but that is apparently a long held... Apparently McCartney thought Bowie's Ziggy persona looked like a woman. <laughs> okay, that seems... Right. Okay. It's not an incredibly um, insightful thing to say. Um, it. But it then says, the lyrics of Bowie's song Ziggy Stardust have often been interpreted to be all about Paul McCartney and Wings. Ziggy Stardust? Yes. By who? It doesn't say. It's definitely not. I mean... I, I mean, that is definitely not true. It, it can't be true, but... Ziggy played what? guitar, so or, 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 wrong already. Right. He played bass guitar. Let's make it about Paul McCartney. Wait, McCartney. Ziggy played bass guitar. No, hang on. McCartney does play both, and in Wings mm, he plays both. I don't. But I think, you know, allow if you that. Going, see how far we no, get. I'm not going to allow it. That's a, that's a very top boy thing to say. <laughs> allow it. Ziggy played bass guitar. Okay, if Ziggy yeah. was Stardust was it? Uh, jamming good with yeah, George and Ringo John. No, but hang on. He's in Wings now. He's in, oh, it's about him in yeah. Wings? Yes. What is it you're not getting about what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's even less likely. Yeah, it does seem... OK, jamming good with Denny and Linda. Right, right but he's not that... necessarily going to literally make it word <laughs> well, that... for word. OK, but I don't believe Weird and Gilly are going to be, no. like, symbols no. for Linda and Denny Lane. I just think that's very <laughs> unlikely, especially given I mean, what we've said earlier. I mean, I can't find any other references to it. Especially, especially I don't think of beer. But did he break, breaking out the band? Was that McCartney breaking out the Beatles? Well, no, you just said it was about Wings. No, no I'm saying, but... That might be when a, the kids have killed the man. Yeah, yeah the man break being up, break up um, the band. Paul, Paul is dead. Those were okay. rumours. Yeah, he had to break up the band. Yeah, but Paul, if Paul was dead. If Paul was, if that's yeah. a reference to the fact he's dead, no, he also couldn't there have broken up the band. That is an obstacle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't so know. No, but shall I we very quickly? Mm. There are about four. I don't know. There's some are a bit long. Uh, moments on the internet where Bowie's either talking about Paul McCartney or is actually together with Paul McCartney. Should we have a quick look? Yeah. But by the way. There's an, was one comment on this about McCartney and so it says they sort of hung out a bit and we should but there's a guy who's got this got this completely wrong unknown well, wronger than me saying she came in through the bathroom window. yeah even more wrong because he says as a comment I love the thought of these two guys hanging out um, would have would have been fun moments to be a fly on the wall for those jokes and discussions I mean it so no. wouldn't be it's so, no I don't what think what jokes would, would they as we've said before no um, I don't think so although fly, no. on a, fly on a wall sounds like a Paul McCartney late Paul McCartney album well, as I've often thought, and I don't have said to you, but if you're flying the wall, you would not be able to process the information that's in front of you, would you? You'd that have a far simpler brain. Far simpler understanding. So it would just yeah. literally be. Yeah. A I mean, if you were flying waste. the wall, almost definitely what all you'd be thinking is. Um, I want to be sick. Well, no, I don't. I want well, to eat. No, I want to be sick. Oh, right. I think a fly thinks I want to be sick. sick. Fly just is sick. That's yeah. how it eats. Yeah. yeah. But it would also be thinking, because I always think this is amazing with flies. Yeah. Like, I'm going to move. Somewhat before you think I'd be able to <laughs> oh, wow. know that that hand is going to try and swap me. Have you noticed that about flies? Because obviously they can, they will move away. You think okay, they've moved away. Yeah, but I, I see think what you mean. they move slightly before you'd even think they'd be aware. Oh no, I don't think that's true. You... Yeah, if there's a fly on a wall, yeah, and you think I'm going to swat that fly, right, right, and then you raise your hand right. to try to swat it. I always think they move about a split second before you yeah, even think they'd be aware of it. Now I know they've got like a thousand eyes, yeah, right, and so that must be something to do with it, but. You know, it's like a spidey sense, it must be. Well, so I think in shorthand, and I'm willing to expose it because I know this is wrong, but my shorthand feeling about flies, and not exclusively flies, is that they see the world in slow motion. 
Oh, no, I, I, no, no, obviously I, think, I know that's right. I think there's no evidence for that. <laughs> no, but I think it's something to do with a thousand up eyes. With, with VAR. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the one that you try and swat and it's on the wall because that flies on. <laughs> no, but, but that they see that they have a sort of sense. Isn't that true that they see things? Well, I can't they, see they can't slow down motions. time, though, can they? Flies can't slow down time. No. 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 <laughs> so what, what's happened to you? <laughs> no, but I'm saying, so why are they able to do the thing you've described? Well, it must be to do with their eyes, I suspect. But what uh, to do with them? Well, because the lens, is that the right word? Yeah. yeah. Of a, a fly's eyes are like, they're broken right. up into thousands of different parts. So they see so minute I think they movements. can see the world in, not 360 yeah. exactly, but very, very yes. wider than we can. Yes. Um, and I don't know, maybe they also have some kind of sixth sense. I mean, as I say, Spider-Man, Spider-Man does. Right. right now, okay. Spider-Man has a yeah, sixth sense. He can't be the only one, right? Based on mm. what spiders have. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, that I think flies have an ability, I'm going to try to slightly... Uh, not okay. I'm not going to say they slow down time. No, they don't. But that slow they down see time. almost like you're seeing. You're mixing them up um, with God. Uh, could you be seeing things slower? Are you asking me? Yes. You sort of said that as a sort of like slight criticism. Rhetorical. Could you? Right. Could you by any <laughs> chance? Could see you see things, things a bit any slower? slower? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But they. It was, it was a bit of a friends moment. Right. Could yeah. you see things any <laughs> any slower? But they seem, as you say, they seem to be... But if you're a fly on the wall, from, if they were processing any discussions... OK, so here we are. I'm but, a fly, right? Yeah. There's David Bowie, there's Paul yeah. McCartney, right? I, and let's in my Im- mind... What let's is, imagine it is quite interesting. Yeah. Let's imagine David... Here's how I wrote yesterday. No, right. I don't think it'd be that interesting. That interesting? interesting I, I think it's that. more like David saying, why am I spewing, Paul? Right. Why? Why? It sounds mm. a bit weird. Mm. I, don't, mm. I don't know why I'm spewing. Mm. You can do the Liverpudlian yeah. accent, OK? Well, that's an interesting question. No, I can't. You can't? I thought no, you could. No, no. <laughs> okay, well, have a go. Uh, interesting Paul. question, David. Is that... <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird. And then the flies thinking, oh, this is interesting. Oh, fuck, I now have to fly away because David's going to swap me, but I'm there two seconds before he actually also, raises his hand. Would... Oh, David, let me tell you about how I wrote... Oh, I can't What's that? Who is that? Uh, that's is Paul. That the... Oh, I thought a Jewish uh, man had walked into the room <laughs> from South Africa. <laughs> Hey, David, I can't write, I can't write that's yesterday. Good. That's a bit more John. Yeah. Um, does the, in my mind, the fly hears... <laughs> oh, yes, well, a bit like Tom and Jerry. <laughs> they a bit, just hear... A, a bit like... Yeah. Tom, but is it, it Tom and Jerry? No, not Tom and Jerry. Is it Tom and Jerry? Oh, no, no, like um, the teacher in Peanuts. Yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Yes, like that. In yeah, Snoopy, yeah, in, yeah. Or like, actually, Brown? I think the dog in The Simpsons. Right. Sometimes yeah, yeah. Uh, Santa's little helper in The Simpsons, yeah. they cut to his POV they just, when, right. when Homer is shouting right. at him and he is exactly. going... Wah, 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 that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes, I, but I think if... You, right. So I think philosophically, you have to accept yeah. in the concept of fly on the wall that it can understand English. Otherwise, there's really no right, point right, at all right, right. in the whole thing. Yeah. There are about three videos where... Bowie and McCartney are linked. How do you feel about contemporaries like the Rolling Stones and, say, Paul McCartney, who are totally different kettle of fish? In Same. what way? I mean, do you, do, you, do you respect their music? Do you like their music? I like mix, some mixed things. Um, I, I don't like much of Paul's. He's oh. a nice oh. guy. I met him a couple of times. Oh. I don't know him, though. Oh. I, mean, I, I don't like much of Paul's. I wow. Well, there we are. I don't what like him much. What this, is... uh, this looks to me like Let's Dance era. God. Yeah, so I don't much like him. Uh, I don't like his I've music. Met him a couple of times. He's a nice guy. I mean, that can't have been very helpful. But you're right. He, McCartney that. would not have been cool. At, but that was his They're definitely not cool piece and songs. Uh, I think we should wind this one up. Before we do, I think that's really interesting, that footage of Bowie slagging off Paul. Mm. Because I think he's got a sort of slightly pre-internet quality about it, which is, I think right. now, any mm. star, certainly a superstar, mm. saying something so... Uh, 
sort of like yeah. passingly negative. Yes. Right, another style would think I better not do that because they yes. will definitely read about it. They'll definitely. But I think you could possibly even yeah, be yeah, David yeah. Bowie then and yeah. say something like, I think, well, he'll, he'll never hear about yes. it unless he's actually watching telly yes. now. Yes. You know. But then that's what. But then going back to Elton John, he says that he never forgave Bowie for saying he was a whatever he called him, token, <laughs> the token in, queen of... in one interview in, in the yes. Rolling Stone. I don't know. Well, that might be because Elton John, although I think Paul McCartney's own way too, but Elton John is so alive, I think, to slights. Yes. Although yes. so is Paul McCartney, I think. I don't know this, but I get the impression uh, that Paul... Right. He, you know, I mean, I don't understand this really because I think it doesn't matter how mm. successful you are. People always mm. think, well, you're that successful, why are you bothered? But I think everyone's insecure, mm. you know, and as we know, President Trump... President Trump. Trump is president of the United States, and mm. clearly it hasn't filled the yawning, insecure gap in his soul. That's why yes. he's constantly complaining. Yes. Whatever. And I think Paul was Paul mm. McCartney from the Beatles. Mm. But do you remember about fifteen years ago? Mm. Was it he wanted to have Lennon and McCartney changed to McCartney yeah, yeah. and Lennon? And, and you kind of yes. think like, well, clearly he that... also had a fight at David Blaine. Do you remember that? That David Blaine was there was some he had a fight at David Blaine. You remember when David Blaine was hanging over the Thames yes. or something? Yes. And McCartney, right? And McCartney, there's something about. Have a look. I'm sure McCartney got into a scrap with a photographer or something. Like went down there to have a fight or something. He went down to have a fight. Well, it was something like I don't want to misrepresent him because he listens to this. But um, (laughs) who does David Blaine or Paul McCartney? Both. Right. I think they listen together. I think they get together to listen to it. Yeah. But Sir Paul Fracar at Blaine Circus. Right. Right. And I must just have a look at this. And he. Uh, None of this actually involves David Blaine. Well, he was uh, hanging above nothing. No, he I know he was doing Nothing that. he could do about it. He was in a box above <laughs> it. Um, must have been quite weird for David Blaine, who, as far as I remember, was he eating? Um, or was it just like he's going I think he was in a glass box. What do you mean, was he eating? Well, I now can't remember. I remember <laughs> it happening, weird. but he was there for like 44 days or something. Yeah. A, what was he toileting? How was he toileting? Um, B, how was he eating? That's a good question. Was it um, all colostomy bags of one sort or another? Hidden magical colostomy bags? It must have been... Because that would be the most impressive thing of all, wouldn't it? Not going to the toilet for Well, it's days. impressive. At the same time, when you think that David Blaine is someone who does these incredible stunts, right? Mm, mm. Um, and they're sort of magical and mm. poetic and extraordinary. Mm. When one thinks at some level, one's first reaction is, yeah, mm. but where was the shit? Where was the right. shit and piss? That slightly yeah. takes it down for me. No, but it is one of the things you think about, Should I look that it? up? Right, I think we've got something here. Right. Transcript CNN. Jesus. Right, he was interviewed by uh, Larry King. Oh god, this is actually quite interesting. Okay, what? how did you go to the bathroom? Good. Says Larry King. David Blaine. I mean, I don't think this is a joke. So this is an actual transcript. Says, well, when you're not eating, you rarely take a number two. <laughs> Larry King says, but you were drinking, right? He says, yes. There's a hole here and a rubber tube that came up and pulled the rubber tube up and had a cup, a big cup, and I would urinate into it but I had a blanket around me all the time. It's crazy. When I would urinate, people would cheer. <laughs> it was like nuts. I mean, really. His urine was like nuts. That's is, a bad sign. No, but this is, my, this is my point. This is meant to be a sort of death-defying, magical stuff. Yeah. And there were people down there cheering because yeah. having a piss. Right. So they knew when you were urinating. Blaine says, yes, of course. I wish I'd gone now. Wow. So for the first week, it used to take me 10 minutes to pee. I would have to close my eyes and pretend I was in front of a toilet. <laughs> I know what that's... Actually, I can't... I may not have mentioned this on the podcast before. I certainly mentioned it in my stand-up. I have a very shy bladder. Right. Um, and sometimes when I'm at Chelsea, or any you, football you, match, or any public toilet, mm. and a man comes and stands next to me, mm. I have a lot of trouble there. And I've talked... I don't want to go through the whole right. very, right. very old stand-up bit that I've done about right. how sometimes right. I have to look like I 
Right. Don't need a, a piss anymore. Oh, I need yeah. a shit, and so, so I can find right. a reason to go into the cubicle. Right, that's right. all. Right, but actually, what I found is sometimes I have to try and imagine that I'm in a public toilet, that I'm not in a public toilet. Right, I'm in a mean. private toilet. Right, I close my eyes and right. try and imagine that I'm in a private yeah. toilet. Do you ever do I, that? No, but I. <laughs> well, David Blaine of, clearly does it. No, but what's interesting about that, and I would not want to cast aspersions <laughs> on Blaine's skill and you know how good he is at what he does, but. His whole thing is about mind over matter. Yes. But it takes him ten minutes to convince himself <laughs> that he's in a, a home in a toilet. And it takes him ten, ten minutes. minutes to piss. Apparently. And yet he can he have to block everything out. He can live in an iceberg for eight years yeah. or whatever he but does. By the eighth and ninth and tenth day, I would pee in like two seconds with my eyes open. Yeah, hardly surprising. So I think he's, he's saying I mean I think I could probably piss quite easily yeah. in a public toilet if I stood there for eight yeah. days. So you're, we're meant to believe that you can live in fire or something, yeah. you know, whatever it does, live under, but you can't <laughs> conjure up the mental reserves to imagine. You can't conjure up the idea that you're in a private toilet when you're in a box <laughs> in, on, on Tower Bridge. On that note, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we should go out. It's yeah. been a fantastic... It's been good to be back. ...opening, yeah. <laughs> opening <laughs> programme in Story Time for the Moon Boys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.